Hello guys, welcome to episode 7 of Baseball for Breakfast, your weekly serving of diggers and zingers. And this is our first watch-along episode. So our goal here for this podcast and our Instagram and social media feeds is to provide a different variety of content. A watch-along is something that the crew has wanted to do for a while. And now that we're full-on in the playoff season... We thought it was a it was it was appropriate to sit back and watch one of the all time classic games in postseason history. We are going back in time to 2011, where the Cardinals and the Texas Rangers battled in a all time classic World Series, and specifically Game Six, where the Rangers were up in the series three to two, and the Cardinals had a remarkable comeback in the late innings, down to their final strike two times. Uh, and really, the, the the road that the Cardinals took to the World Series was a different road than the Rangers did. The Cardinals barely snuck into the playoffs. On the final day of the season, they outlasted the Atlanta Braves to get into the final wild card spot. Right before there was two wild card spots, the Cardinals secured their their seed in the playoffs. The Rangers, however, they were dominant. They won ninety six games. They won the West pretty much with ease. They outlasted the Tigers to advance to the to the World Series, and yeah, really, the the prime of the Texas Rangers dynasty, led by Josh Hamilton, Adrian Beltre, and the Cardinals. It was the last year that they had Albert Pujols, so kind of an interesting look back in time. Um, yeah, and well, this week is also it's only going to be me and Matt. So do you want to say hello? Hello. <laughs> I am here. I'm really excited to watch this game. Uh, we're actually, well, we're not going to watch the whole game. We're going to watch uh, pretty much the final, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, we're starting with, <laughs> we're getting right into the thick of things. We're starting with the bottom of the ninth, um, where the Rangers are up 7-5. It's last licks for the Cardinals in St. Louis, in Bush Stadium. They are down 3-2 in the series, as Brendan said. Uh, and up for the Cardinals are Ryan Terrio. Albert Pujols, and Lance Berkman. So right away, major throwback. Major throwback. Yeah. I mean, Brendan, we grew up on these players, right? Yeah, we are, we're we're actually doing some research on the game and the rosters that these teams had, and a lot of familiar faces, a lot of, you know, interesting throwbacks. You know, like you said, like also lower-name guys like Mike Napoli, David Young, David, David Murphy, Michael Young, uh, guys on the Cardinals, like Lance Berkman, totally forgot he was on the Cardinals for a year or two. Played the outfield, which is kind of interesting, as we'll see in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, Natalie Feliz also coming in as the closer, which he came in the... What trade was that? It was a... The Teixeira? No. It was a trade that netted them Saltilamachia, Elvis Andrews, Natalie Feliz. Natalie Feliz ended up being really good for the Rangers, yeah. at least at the beginning, because he won, he won the 2010 AL Rookie of the Year, and, well, now he was assigned to close out the Rangers' first ever championship... Uh, but spoiler alert, um, that that didn't exactly happen, as we will witness at least among the top late-inning comebacks and just later innings in a World Series game, or even just a game in general. Like, this this game is absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, so I think, why don't we just get started? Well, yeah. So, guys, uh, we want you to watch along with us. So if you want to fire up YouTube, that's where we're watching the game right now. Under Milan Milankovic's Robert, his YouTube channel. 
<laughs> this this is not our channel, as you could probably guess. So yeah, so the timestamp for when we're starting the game is two hours and forty six minutes and nine seconds. So we'll give you the rundown, and we'll say three, two, one, play. So we'll. Are you ready? I'll do the countdown. You'll hit, and you'll start us up. Yeah, let's just uh, just say that the title of the uh, the video is MLB World Series 2011 Game Six, St. Louis Cardinals vs. Texas Rangers. Uh, and MLB, if you're listening, uh, don't copyright us because we don't have any audio for this video. Uh, so that you don't sue us. That's great. Thank you very much. All right, Brendan, we're ready. <laughs> All right, I'll do the countdown. So three, two, one. Play. play ball. Okay, so automatically, um, that's so. This is already plays of the game. So yeah. the Fox is already recapping this World Series like, yeah, for <laughs> us, pretty much. I mean, it was it was a, a bunch of home runs. Uh, Nelson Cruz hit a home run. Um, Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre hit a home run. They're they're showing right now uh, the the longest active World Series title droughts. It's so funny to see the Astros. Cubs, are, Cubs and Indians are there. Cubs and Indians are there. Indians still haven't won it. The Rangers are there. And then the Astros are there, which is also really funny. Because, the National League Astros, yeah. Yeah, the National League Astros. The Astros moved to the American League, I think, in 2013. And then they won their first World Series in 2017 against the Dodgers. So now Ryan Terrio is leading off. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I mean, I know what happens, but oh, I'm so the, excited. The kiss, the kiss of death. Seven for seven in saves. Oh, no. Six for six in the postseason. <laughs> Will they blow this save? Uh, who knows? I I don't remember Naftali Feliz's end of his career. Like obviously, I remember the beginning when he was when he was pretty dominant as the Rangers closer. I don't really remember. I mean, that's probably that would probably make sense. Why I don't remember? He probably just fizzled out. Uh, yeah, a lot of like I don't know. Some moments in sports break you, and this could have been Natalia Feliz's moment. I think this is when. This is after this year, the Rangers went out and got Joe Nathan, because they were like, oh, wait, we can't have Natalia Feliz do this again. <laughs> yeah, the Yankees haven't learned with her oldest Chapman to do the same yet. Well, yeah, also, like, <laughs> yeah. We, we were, we're just recording this a couple of days after the Yankees' crushing defeat against the Rays in the ALDS, uh, so the loss is still raw to Logan and me. Brendan's just happy that we don't have to watch the Yankees every night anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, nice swing by Terrio. You know, yeah, all I, fastball so far for these, and I really like the aggressive, you know, go after the pitter, which I, when we're watching the Yankees this week, and just playoff baseball in general, a big pet peeve of mine when you're up late in the game is pitchers just don't, you know, are throwing off speed, you know, 3-2, they're just not attacking the hitters, just putting guys on base, so right now Foley is attacking Terrio and trying to get the strikeout. And yeah, he gets the strikeout. He strike <laughs> him away all fastballs, 98 miles per hour. Yeah, he wasn't playing any games. Looking pretty bleak, two outs away from the first World Series title in Rangers history. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I what What's also interesting about this game is, like, the Rangers were such a big part of the early 2010s for my first years of rooting for the Yankees and just following baseball. So Ron Washington, the Rangers manager, is, like, ingrained in my head. And then also Tony La Russa on the Cardinals, like a legendary manager with multiple different clubs, the White Sox, A's, and Cardinals being the biggest. Um, and and now now Albert Pujols just hit a double. I was just going to say, like, this is one of Albert Pujols' last at-bats with the Cardinals because obviously he went to the Anaheim Angels after the season and really, you know, his career was never the same. So yeah, first pitch swinging uh, for a fastball in the gap. So classic, for, classic for, Pujols. Cardinals got something going here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so crazy. Um, 
this is another thing too. Like I was saying before, Larusa retired right after this year, uh, and Pujols went to the Cardinals. Uh, Prince Fielder was another big free agent signing. Um, but he went from the Brewers to the Tigers in the following offseason, following this um, this series. So a lot of guys that I remember on on different teams being stars and going to a different team and being like, "Hey, who's that guy?" You know, like like young young fans might think of Albert Pujols in a different way because they didn't they didn't know who he was when he was on the Cardinals. Now it's Lance Berkman. Yeah, I just pulled up Lance Berkman's uh, baseball. He had an insane 2011. Picked off off the scrap heap from the Yankees the prior year. Cardinals had to give him an everyday outfielder's role. Did he make the All-Star game? He did. He finished seventh in the MVP that year. He had 301, 31 bombs, OPS of 959. Yeah, he was awesome on the Astros. He has that crazy catch when when Tall's Hill was still a thing in Minute Maid Park. Um, he literally ran onto the hill and basically made a Willie Mays basket catch, uh, but he, like, fell down because Tall's Hill uh, was just that. It was a hill in center field in, in Houston. Oh, no, 3-0. Again, this back to my pet peeve of walking guys. So you have the tying run at the plate in Berkman and three straight balls to, you know, three straight balls to start the bat. He does have, you know, first base open to put him on here, but I guess he's picking his poison going with, uh, Matt Holiday on deck. Holiday is another great guy that I remember, and he even had a he had an all right season with the Yankees a couple years ago. It's a four. It's a four pitch walk. It's a four pitch walk. What are you doing, Matt Holiday? What are you doing? If I'm if I'm a Rangers fan right now, nine years after this game, I'm a little I'm a little mad. <laughs> yeah, which is honestly shocking. Uh, Albert Pujols first pitch swinging there, and then Berkman taking all four pitches. So now first and second, one out. Still down two runs. So Alan Craig, I guess, pinch hits here for Matt Holiday. He does. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Maybe maybe uh, Holiday came out for defense, which is weird because Craig's not a good defense. I don't know what the. I wonder if it's also the matchup. They're both righties. They are know. both righties. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, but yeah, uh, Craig. Yeah. No, maybe Holiday had one at bat in this game, so maybe it was like an injury or something. It was maybe an injury, maybe a pinch hit. Yeah, Holiday only had one at bat in this game. No, wait. uh... Uh, uh, Nolan Ryan from the stands, owner of the minority owner of the Rangers, I'm pretty sure. Alan Craig had a crazy few seasons with the Cardinals before going to Boston, where he just totaled off. And yeah, a lot of like guys in the Cardinals really just have like like Berkman and Craig. They they really have like David Freeze. Like these guys are huge names for the Cardinals, but they go other they go Sorry, elsewhere. What was, that? what was that name that you just said? Oh well, all right. <laughs> well, they go elsewhere and they just disappear off the face of the earth. Yeah, I mean. The he ha- who shall not be named until a couple of at bats. Oh, he's wow. literally on deck. Um, he he didn't do it, anything. That's why his his moment, his couple of moments coming up are so legendary. The in baseball there are two types of moments: stars making big plays and no names making big plays. And this is a time when a no name makes a big play, yeah. and it's it's pretty amazing. Alan Craig is up right now. It's a two zero count. Feliz is rattled. Six, six, six straight balls. Again, 2-0 count. All fastballs. He's missed six straight times in the zone. 2-0 pitch to Craig. He's yeah, in now, now he nails a strike. He, he's throwing heat. He's throwing all that. fastballs this inning. He just... Bergman had a really nice at-bat. Really the young closer. You're rattled, of course. Craig and taking we, the first two pitches. And just because we know the history, Craig is going to get out here uh, because the star of this World Series is on deck. 
and the fun facts that we will tell you guys in just a sec are uh, pretty insane. But it's it, remember, it's it's two on, first and second, one out. So Craig is up. He'll get out. Spoiler alert. Sorry, this happened nine years ago. <laughs> um, this is huge for Texas, but this is also huge for St. Louis, just as franchises. Oh, rips it foul. <laughs> Absolute river. Line drive foul. This little little out in front of the fastball there, trying to trying to get it down the line. It's huge for Texas because they haven't won a World Series, but it's also huge for St. Louis because this is a baseball town. Like, well, they won. What was before with championship? They, they two thousand six was their last. So so five years before. Yeah, but both these both of those titles though, I think they were both wild card. They, in they 2006, they might have won. They might have no, won the they Central were, they were They were wild card team in 06. Either way, the Cardinals. Trust me, the, I know. They the, beat the Mets. <laughs> the 2006 Cardinals are arguably the worst team to win the World Series. I think they have the worst record to get into the World Series, either them or the 1973 yeah. Mets. Um, but. Oh, the, first slider from Felice. The, the Cardinals are a small market team. They have been forever, but they have a storied history as one of the National League's original teams. And because of this eventual World Series win, they end up with 11 championships, which is the most in the National League and second in all of baseball. The Rangers, on the other hand, uh, were an expansion team. They came into the league in 1961 as the Washington Senators, part two. Uh, They moved to Texas in the early 70s. And didn't have a lot of success until the 90s, as Alan Craig strikes out. Um, but they couldn't get past the, the dynasty that was the New York Yankees in the 90s. And then they had their chances in 2010 and 2011. And they, well, sp- speaking of speaking of the Rangers' chances in the 2011 World Series. Well, two outs now. Craig struck out on a hanging breaking ball. And here comes the legend himself, David Freeze. So he's 0 for 3 in this game with a walk. He's batting 260-ish coming into this at-bat, and uh, he ends up winning World Series MVP. So it's 2 on, 2 out. David Freeze is up. This is the last at-bat the Cardinals have. If Freeze makes it out here, series over. Series over, but also winning run at the plate here. Winning run is at the plate. Tying run is at first. And Naftali Feliz well, we're gonna is see in a in. We're going to see in a second the kind of how an American League, how having not having a universal DH in a World Series and how American Leagues <laughs> have to play their DHs in the field, how that affects, you know, how that really, you know, really affects a baseball game. We're going to see Nelson Cruz, the DH. Who was playing in right he's field. He's playing in right field for the series. First pitch slider off the plate. It's ball one, but... Again, you don't expect Freeze to, you know, really... Because Freeze is nobody. Because Albert Pujols and Lance Berkman, arguably the Cardinals' best hitters, are on first and second. And then you have this guy who no one really knows, Freeze, up to bat. I, I If I was a Cardinals fan here, I would be so scared. Strike one. Like, it, it, it's one and one. You're two strikes away from losing the World Series, and you have this guy who no one knows up to bat. It's a lot, ton of pressure. It's a huge amount of pressure. Despite all, like, you know... Fully just rattled all the pressures on David Freeze here to put it in play and make good contact. Yeah, if it was a different situation, I would say most of the time the pressure is on the pitcher, but here it's two outs. Like, Feliz has room oh, to make a couple of mistakes. Here comes the catcher mistakes. for pitching mound, Vincent. Feliz obviously, you know, trying to get the right, trying to do the perfect pitch. 
Napoli and Felice talking it over. Remember Mike Napoli? Yeah, Mike Napoli is a slugging catcher. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. He was great. All of these guys that we're seeing are guys that we grew up with. Obviously, you have Pools and Pujols and, and uh, Berkman on base, and those were stars uh, at the beginning. But even like Naftali Feliz and David Freeze. Strike two, swung and missing a fastball. Final strike for the Cardinals, one and two. He is beaten with his fastball. The his 2011 St. Louis Cardinals are one of two teams to be down to their final strike in the World Series twice and come up with the win. Well, this is the first time. This is the first time that they're down to their final strike. The other team to do this, to win the World Series successfully... The 86 Mets. The 86 Mets. Oh, uh, definitely a watch-along. Oh, that's down the right field line. Is it going to get out? It's going to be over the head of Cruz. <laughs> it bounces off the wall. Pujol scores. Berkman's rounding around third. He will score. The tying runs are home. Freeze dies in the third safely. Brendan doing his best play-by-play impression. <laughs> So, so right there is what we were talking about. How Nelson Cruz is playing in right. Um, That's a hard hit ball. It's a hard hit ball, but he made a terrible effort to get to that ball. If Cruz catches that ball, the Rangers have a World Series for the first time in their history. Yeah, it's very simple. And Nolan Ryan is beside himself. <laughs> he is so upset. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, the Rangers built their team to have Nelson Cruz in their DH, and then obviously the Cardinals don't have that luxury. So before. You know, the, the All-Star game determined which set of rules you'd be playing in the, the, the home field advantage would, would determine the set of rules, basically, for the World Series. Yeah. So, yeah, Cruz has to... The DH, he's not a really good fielder. He's put in the right field with the situation, and it ends up costing them dearly. It's a, it's a huge play in not just Cardinals history, not just Ranger, Rangers history, but in World Series history. Like, like if he runs a, a couple feet more and gets to that ball in time, game over, Rangers win. Also, the Cardinals could just win this game right here. David Freeze is still on third. Yachty Molina's coming up. Two outs. This is prime Yachty. This isn't even Yachty now. This is prime Yachty. He's batting 300 well, he's, for the series. He's always been clutch, no matter, you know, up and down, hurt, healthy. He's a legend a in St. Player. Louis. Also, did you see Mark McGuire in the Rangers dugout? Uh, I think he's okay. he, he, I saw him. He's a hitting coach, I, I think. Definitely not a pitching coach. Big Mac? <laughs> Big Mac? Yeah, in, in, with the in, yeah, in Bush Stadium as an opposing coach. That's actually really funny. I never knew Molina, that. Molina, down the line, Cruz gets another chance, and he makes the play this time, and we're going to extra innings. So Cruz, that won't be kept in front of him. And But David Freeze, man, he he had a fastball away. He shortened up his stroke with two strikes, and he just got it over Cruz's head. He just, yeah, he's laboring out there. You see, he... And this is funny because Brendan loves Nelson Cruz now. Well, he's a DH because he is a DH. And he mashes. <laughs> he arguably had his best season of his career in 2020 with the Twins. <laughs> I just want to say that you're doing a great job doing this play-by-play. Joe Buck would be very impressed. <laughs> yes, going into my, uh, yeah. Put it, put it in the repertoire. <laughs> 7-7, end of the ninth. Oh, no commercial breaks. We're going right to the top of the 10th No minute. commercial breaks. At not, no commercial breaks on baseball for breakfast. Absolutely <laughs> none. But if any sponsors would be wonderful. He was great. Ian Kinsler was awesome. The, the Rangers, this is like a, their dynasty here. That They never won a chip, but this is their second straight year going to the World Series. Last, you know, 2010, they lost to the Giants. Again, the Rangers were probably the favorite in that series, too. With Kinsler, new life. With new life. Uh... The Cardinals managed to get Ian Kinsler to pop out to pool holes. Who was playing for his space, speaking of universal DHs? He, he used to be a great first yeah, baseman. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's also Jason Mott, who was a stud back in the day. A major throwback indeed. First extra inning game since 2005. Game three, White Sox defeat the Astros 7-5 in 14 innings. I'm pretty sure that's the Scott Pitsednik home run. When he hit, like, no home runs during the regular season, and then he, he popped one off at the West Cellular. 2005. So, so that, that's the fact that they just put on the screen that this is the first World Series extra inning game oh, in 2005. Albert, like, oldest reliever in history. <laughs> <laughs> I always had him in, um, not MLB The Show, was it MLB 2K? Or, like, MLB Power Pros? Or MLB no, MLB 2K. MLB 2K was a oh, sick okay. reliever to have. He's like 42 years old. It was uh, him, Bartolo, Jesse Orozco. Wait, no, that's Mark McGuire. What am I, wait, so there was a guy in the Rangers that, that, that guy that looked exactly like Mark McGuire. Also a beaming single at the middle for Elvis Andrews. And wait, yeah. that's so weird. Wait, who was that guy in the Rangers dugout? I don't know. I also, I mean, I figured that Mark McGuire was on the Cardinals. Uh, Mark McGuire is a former slugger and steroid user, uh, but over 500 career home runs. Held the single-season home run record uh, that he set in 98 with 70 for a couple of years until Barry Bonds broke it. Um, Here's the man, Josh Hamilton, who many fell off the face of the earth when going to the Angels, a la Pujols. They actually... <laughs> yeah, Literally the same career. Hamilton and Pujols, yeah, after this World Series, this is probably their peak in baseball, right? And then afterwards, you know, going to the Angels did not work out well for either of them. Yeah, Hamilton ended up winning the the MVP in 2010 in the American League, helping the Rangers make stuck. the World Series. He was great. Uh, the Rangers lost the World Series in 2010 to the Giants, but... They, they knew they still had a great team, and they ended up making the World Series the very next year um, as Josh Hamilton comes to bat. And well, let's talk about the strat here. Andrews obviously did have a split screen of Andrews leading off. You know he's going to want to steal a base here, but also you have the best hitter in the American League. Obviously, he's a fly ball. He hits a home run. <laughs> that, that's, that's gone to, to right center, Josh Hamilton, keeping his MVP credentials alive. Ron Washington is going nuts. Rangers are again up. By two, this time in extra innings, the magnitude is huge. Well, we just talked about how Hamilton, you know, won the MVP. How he had such a short window of dominance, but when he was dominant, he was probably one of the top five hitters in baseball. And yeah, also talking about momentum, the Cardinals, you know, they had all the momentum in the world. You would think after that David Freeze, you know, triple pass Nelson Cruz, the Rangers in less than five minutes get a right back with a booming home run. So. Imagine the roller coaster of emotions you must be feeling if you're a Cardinals fan. You really just come back with one of the most insane ninth innings of all time. Then you get your heart ripped out with Josh Hamilton hitting a bomb right afterwards. And now you have to do the same thing all over again, down two runs. It's all right, Tony LaRusso. Spoiler alert, you win this game. <laughs> all right, let's uh, keep... Mitch Moreland! Hey! He finally had a breakout season this year, and then he got traded to the Padres. <laughs> Yeah, Mitch Moreland was on the still Rangers around. for years. So is Yachty. So Moreland and Yachty still still around. Bots Pujols is around. still arrive. Is still around. He was uh, He was the Pirates for. But I don't think he's around. Anymore. He was on the Pirates. He was on the Dodgers. No, I don't think David Freeze is around. Elvis uh, Andrews is on the Rangers. Yeah, I mean Andrews was either a rookie or a sophomore in 2010. Moreland gives it a ride. He'll stay in the park though. That's straight to Berkman. Or, I'm sorry. That's uh, Who's John this? Jay? John Jay Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> His oh, yeah. name is my name, too. 
I thought Bergman was playing in center. Bergman is playing in right field. Oh, never mind. Bergman definitely could not play. Yeah, it's John Jay. It's I apologize. Field. I'm just used, again, Bergman I'm used to the... Bergman is 36 years old. I really hope he... Matthew <laughs> Morse and Nelson Cruz playing right field. I'm, I'm used, again, I'm used to, to Lance Bergman with the with the Tall's Hill catch in Houston. So I had it in my head that he uh, he made that catch at center. Adrian Beltre is Josh up. Josh Hamilton's career was so short. He debuted in 2007, and it was out of the league by 2015. Hilarious. I'm down. Um, but this guy who's up, Adrian Beltre, is a Hall of Famer, unless the steroid skeptics have their way with him. Uh, 3,000 hits, over 400 home runs, I'm pretty sure. Right? I think he has over 400 home He's runs. Definitely over, he has over 3,000 hits, ton of gold gloves. And he really revived his career when signing with the, well, with the Boston Red Sox. They didn't sign the launcher and deal with the Rangers, but... Yeah, he's really an incredible player. He was he was probably one of the best third basemen in baseball um, when Brendan and I were growing up. Brendan, what was the first year that you watched baseball, actually? 2006, because that was the first year the Mets were on SMY. And De Chavez saves the day. Uh, I went to my first Met game in 2005 against the Giants, and in 2006 they had it on SMY. Beltre pops it out, we'll yachty have room, we'll go behind the seats. My first uh, Yankee game was also the first time I ever met Derek Jeter, and the only time that I did, August 16th, 2008. Uh, I, I didn't really know baseball that well at the time, but I got to meet Jeter through a connection through my dad, uh, and he was very nice to a nine-year-old boy such as myself. Guess who guess with the first home run in that It was Yankees-Royals. So guess who hit the first home run in that game? Uh, Alex Gordon. It was Alex Gordon. Bell's right down the line. Freeze stops it, gets in front of him, sidearm throw to first, and he got him. So Freeze a, taking a bullet to third, throwing him out, keeping it at a two-run deficit. The big Hamilton homer is Josh reason. Hamilton. Yeah, he, what a fall from grace that guy had. Like, we saw about his 2010 MVP season. He hit 359 with a 1,044 OPS. And in 2011 for this season... Still had an 882 OPS, 25 dingers. Oh, here comes Darren Oliver. This is, again, a a oh. two-run deficit for the Cardinals. Daniel Descalso was leading off. Another name that I remember very vividly. It, it's it's throwback city for this whole game. I mean, I, I know we're just college students. Um, obviously, there are our, our fathers, probably in particular, would watch games like like if we if they watch game six of the 86 Mets that's a major throwback that's that's almost 30 years ago this is just nine years ago but it's still bringing back all the feels I'm feeling pretty good right now if I'm a Rangers fan like in the current moment you have Darren Oliver the lefty he's a veteran and you have and you're d- up by two well you have two lefties two softening lefties starting the inning Oliver wanted that call. Looks pretty good to me. Well, Brendan, the Rangers fan, I hate to burst your bubble, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like Cardinals fans, you have to do this again. You came back and probably you were down to your final strike last inning when Free saved the day. Can you do it again? I don't know. Yeah, they can. <laughs> they did. All right, well, they... we'll, we'll just take all the... the, the uh, all right, out of this I'm going to do... It, I'm gonna, um, no more hindsight. No more uh, bursting any bubbles. Look, look, the Rangers, Rangers fans, be happy. You're about to win a World Series. Um, this is uh, this is definitely a fight, fighting off at bat by Descalso. Do you remember when you watched this game, like where you were when you watched this game? Did you watch this game live? 
I don't believe I watched this game live. I'm pretty sure, though, the MLB Network had a special about it afterwards, and I think MLB Network debuted 2009, so yeah, that, that would have been around. I don't think I watched this live, but it's definitely a moment that is played, you know, MLB has gone to, to play back year over the, over the years, and I don't know, did you watch this game live? This is probably the time when I went to sleep. Uh, Brandon will make fun of me relentlessly, but I like to go to sleep kind of early. But, 10 p.m. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this game... This is going to bat the, bat the scale. So, can Belcher make an over-the-shoulder catch? That would have been... That's, that, uh, if he made that, that would have been better than Jeter. All also, right. wait, that's pretty cool by Beltre, uh Kind of comforting that St. Louis Cardinal fan that he almost ran over. That would have been funny if he did. Sorry. But... No, he was smiling. No, well, he almost charged him and dove into the stands. That's Scott Feldman warming up in the bullpen. Possibly. I think it is. This is probably the the time when I went to sleep. I definitely remember watching this game, and I definitely remember the Hamilton home run. Uh, I was in my family room. We probably oh, that's a great at bat by Descalso. Rips a curveball on the right. We oh, probably the ball. Descalso stays one though. Cruz sucks it right. <laughs> we we probably we probably just had our, our living room redone, and this game was one of the first World Series games that we watched um, in a renovated. Living room. Oh. So now John Jay is up. Has a... Terrible under, World Series. Batting under 100 in the World Series. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm still feeling pretty good if I'm a, car, if I'm a Ranger fan. Edwin Jackson is up. I mean, is at be- is is uh, on deck. No, but like John Jay, these are like soft and... Oh, the Scalso's a, a veteran. He, he's a, always going to give you a good at bat, but he fouled off and touched pitches. Jay takes the first pitch fastball for a strike. But yeah, I, I still like the odds here. He's still got to, you know... These are not like your Pools and Berkmans that are coming up. The Cardinals lineup was definitely poised to be in the World Series this year. I definitely remember them being good. Off the end of the bat. And that's a drop for it. Exactly. Like, so it's, it's first and second. Yeah, it's first and second. They're, they were primed to be good in any playoff series that they were Well, in. here we go again. Well, not even any, no outs this time. Oh, well, I just, like, again, David Murphy, I mean, not a strong defender, but I just, like, you know, he, off the end of the bat. Yeah, it's a bloop single. I can't really blame him. And I don't know what the logic is of putting Edwin Jackson. Uh, they probably had a bench player at this point, I'm guessing. And why Edwin Jackson. Yeah, Edwin Jackson was a pitcher. A German-born pitcher, fun fact. Probably up here to bunt, and here comes the pitching coach, Mike Maddox. This is... Why did I think Mark McGuire was in the Rangers? It looks yeah, like him. I have no idea. No, it literally looked like him. I think he switched teams. I think he switched, he like switched teams mid-game. Mid, mid, mid he he's a turncoat. <laughs> this is this is a, a big at-bat for the Rangers pitcher, Darren Oliver, because if he doesn't get an out here, things could get out of hand really quickly. Jackson's going back to the dugout. For, forget about forget Why about terror. Oh wait, no, this is, who is this? For, for, Kyle Lopes. Hilarious. <laughs> Another pitcher. Forget forget about like giving the giving up the lead. Like the the tie the winning run is at bat. Yeah, Kyle Lopes is at the bat right now. It's hilarious. Yeah, I don't think that they're so worried about Why hitting a home run. Why replace? Edwin Jackson with Kyle Loesch, though. Yeah, Edwin Jackson is uh, Edwin Jackson's a beast at play. Uh, so I guess play. now they're just going they're just going for the bunt totally. It doesn't work. <laughs> Not yet, at least. He went. 
Oh, there. So they said he go. didn't go. Very interesting. He literally had his bat out, but all right, fine. This is a nice World Series logo. Like, obviously, like this is a big event, and we could be talking about that. But I just want to point out the logo. It's a nice logo. With the fall leaf, yeah, I like it. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging my my love of aesthetics. If if Oliver doesn't get this out here. Whether it be a bunt or anything, this is a this is a major major success for Kyle Loesch. It's a really solid bunt, and I think oh well, it looked like everyone was going to be safe. Gets Loesch out by a stride, but yeah, a very good bunt. It's a huge, well placed passive pitcher, kind of in no no man's land in between short and third. This is before probably when all the shifting really started. Oh, he's charging heavy. Yeah, because it passed Beltre, and that's Elvis Andrews's ball there. If Elvis Andrews doesn't get that in a hurry, Kyle Lewis is probably safe in his face with loaded. Yeah, so which Beltre is probably charging. which is probably I would dare say even worse than second and third because if it's bases loaded, you have a force out at every base. If it's second and third. Any any uh, runner has the option to not do anything. So now Ryan Terrio is up. We're we're back to to the the top of the order at least from when we started watching. As you guys remember, Ryan Terrio led off the bottom of the ninth. Another pitching mound visit. This is before the rule of uh, limited mound visits. It was a simpler time. <laughs> it, yeah, they're yeah, showing the replay. You get past Belcher who's charging. It also gets past. The pitcher Oliver. That's a crazy bunt. <laughs> That's this. I don't know. A combination of luck, skill, whatever. Maybe divine intervention. You never know. Beltrade's going for. Oh, we're looking at a pitching change here. Washington coming out to the mound. Probably gonna go to Scott Feldman, the righty, with uh, Pujols and Terrio coming out. Here he comes. I'm telling you, I remember Ron Washington. I think he's on the Braves. Was he like a bench coach or a third base coach for the Braves? I'm pretty sure he was on that well, staff. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> well, that's like, wasn't I think Ruben Amaro went from GM of the Phillies to the Mets' first base coach or something. So, like, uh, you kind of, and base, to stay in baseball, you got to, like, you know, no, I work know. Right around different, different staffing positions. Like, being, the, being a general manager is the hardest job in sports. Oh, great stat. Well, you don't. You what was the stat? Well, I it was like, Terrio has. Like two hundred and seventy something a bat since he's hit a home run, but you, if you're like Terrio here, you just want to get a single, or you, you just want Adam Pujols to you get don't up even, here. Yeah. So the goal is to not run into a double play, which is what I'm saying. That if it was bases loaded, everyone has to be running on the pitch, and a double play ends the series. Now, if a ground ball is hit with second and third, there's no force out, so the runners don't have to run. Oh, it's a good curveball to start off the at bat, Terrio. Scott Feldman was a long-time pitcher for the Rangers, I want to say. Yeah, he was He was there for a while. I want to say he like went to the Orioles or something. At some he point. did go to the Orioles. He definitely did. Rangers are hyped. Rangers are ready to win this World Series. Spoiler alert, they'll be down They'll be down to their final strike, the Cardinals, in a couple of minutes. Another curveball fouls it off. Or did, they actually get, did he make contact with that? I think he missed it entirely. It looked like... It, if you could pimp a, if you could pimp a a, uh, a foul ball, it looks like he did it. But either way, o two one out. The Cardinals fans are so nervous. I would be nervous too. Yeah, because yeah. Brendan, like you were saying before, they have to do the whole two run comeback all over again. They're in prime position to do it with runners in scoring position. As Terrio strikes out, as Terrio strikes out on three pitches, but oh, he fouled it off. 
God, can we can we like tell if if uh, if a ball is fouled or just completely missed? Guys, this is what I'm saying. How well, Brendan well, and I have been relegated to just that's doing a cool podcasting. Hat. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we'll, we're we're no play by play announcers. The rally squirrel is out. That's so funny. Yeah, Terrio is still in his bat somehow, but he's been overmatched by Feldman completely. Another curveball that takes it outside. Yeah, that's game. that's clearly a ball. I the I don't remember the like framing pitches and the umpires being so like on and off with the strike zone. I don't remember that back in the day. Well, I think is now every every broadcast has that silly box. No, but even before the silly box. That's a ground ball. The third. It's gonna score Ball's a run. He's gotta go to first with it. Who cares about the run coming home? Yeah, it's two outs. You go, you go for the out here. You'll concede the run. Now you're one out away again from a championship. Honestly, I mean, Pujols didn't have the the best year of his career in 2011. This smells like an intentional walk to me. Oh, you want like the if, matchup if, the level of the righty righty? It doesn't matter if if I was. I mean, they like Lance Berkman is coming up. I'm I would be much more scared of Albert Pujols than I would be of Lance Berkman. And oh they are God. intentionally walking him. That's well, <laughs> hilarious. I just pulled up Pools' baseball reference page. He is the all-time re- all-time leader in um, grinding out double plays. Yeah, he's, he's the GOAT. <laughs> no, but that's hilarious. Like, he's going to be a first battle Hall of Famer. Like, he yeah, he might a... be unanimous. Do you think Do you think that Pools... Well, there are two... Uh, what, when we do our Hall of Fame debate, there will be two questions that we ask. Should someone be a Hall of Famer, or will someone be a Hall of Famer? So I will ask you this, Brendan. Should Pujols be unanimous, and will Pujols be unanimous? What do you think? Um, I mean, he should be unanimous, but he will not be unanimous. I Why think do you just, think that? I don't know. It just, it's, just to be unanimous is just so difficult. And also, you know, you, you can argue that Pujols was average for half of his career at this point. He had but, a great first. He had, a, like, a Hall of Fame, obviously, like, you know, career player in the first eight seasons but he know, might have uh, averaged he might have averaged over 40 home runs in like 120 yeah, the eyes with the Cardinals like, yeah but like now for 10 plus years he's been nothing he's been pretty average <laughs> I don't want to say nothing average. I don't want to I don't want to knock out Pujols but he hasn't exactly been himself he still has a career OPS over 900 he still has he has 662 home runs which is like what top five uh I think it's top five because he just passed Willie Mays for fifth on the all-time list and the only guys ahead of him are a-Rod, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds. So yeah, Pools is top five in home runs, and I'm pretty sure he'll finish his career with top five in RBIs, too. Also, well, here comes Berkman. So they picked their poison here, though. So Matt was... He, they went with Matt's reasoning here. I would have maybe went with the righty-righty, go with go against, go against Pujols, not having the greatest World Series. They go against Berkman... Had a career year in St. Louis. I'm pretty sure Pujols was having a crazy World Series, though. Didn't he hit, like, three home runs in, game in like, game four or something? Yeah, they showed his batting uh, his batting average, but maybe, maybe he had a lot of home runs. In they there. also showed that he hit three home runs in this World Series, and I'm pretty sure they all came in one game. <laughs> so well, First pitch, two strikes away from a championship. Yeah, so... Needs to hit here this is the going. second time that the, that the Cardinals are down to their final strike. Um, final out. This is on one. Well, yes, no, I know, but it they spoiler alert, they'll get to he'll get to two strikes. Um, right, it's almost like you've seen this game before. I know, right? Remember how I said that I wasn't doing any hindsight stuff? Never mind. Um <laughs> you want to stop doing that? <laughs> no, it's too much fun. But this 
this at bat and probably in the next couple of pitches is the second time uh, that the Cardinals will be down to their final strike, thus cementing the comparison between the 2011 Cardinals and the 1986 Mets as Berkman fells another pitch off down to their final strike. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a nail-biter. Scott Thomas looked pretty good. He's got a good curveball going. They've been fishing for it. Berkman, he's a veteran. He's got to keep the count, get deeper into the count, keep the line moving. You don't need to be the hero here. You get an extra base hit. Well, you do literally going. need to be the hero here, but you don't need a home run. It's a ball inside. It's it's great to to see that this this World Series game is so great because, like I said before, David Freeze was a no-name to do what he did in the bottom of the ninth. Berkman was a star throughout his career and is borderline a Hall of Famer. So, like I said... I don't think he played long enough. He had a short career. He didn't, but... Great players make great plays, and no names make great plays. Berkman a cut in the center field to fall for a hit. The Cardinals tie the game once again. So Berkman down to his final strike again. Obviously, he was a hero. I, you know, but he didn't go for the home run. He went for the single to keep the game going. And now again, the Cardinals have another chance to win this game. They've come back again to score two runs in the you know their last strike within their last strike. I mean, is it any coincidence that the Cardinals' color is the same color as blood? Because these are really the cardiac kids. Ha ha! Wow. Level <laughs> my joke, please. I will not give you the pleasure. Okay. I should wait at bat by Berkman. Yeah, it's a wonderful Also, they shifted that. him kind of, like, they were shifting him to the left a bit. So Berkman kind of just went up the middle and, you know, not enough time, obviously, for Hamilton to get there. John Jay scores, and then, you know. Wow. The game is tied. This is um, the very expressionless Tony La uh, Tony Larusa, of course, of course, the stoic stare of Tony Larusa. This is the same score actually that was the bottom of the ninth in Game Seven of nineteen sixty, which we previously discussed in a couple podcasts ago. That ended with a Bill Mazeroski walk off home run, the first ever World Series winning walk off home run. This obviously is not a game seven. This is a game six. As Berkman steals second. Look at the wheels on Berkman. <laughs> Defensively difference. Yeah, of course. But, so, this is Alan Craig that's up? Alan Craig, yep. Yeah. So this is Alan Craig that's up to bat. It's pretty brutal, like, losing two World Series in a row. You know, the Royals, how many teams have been to back-to-back World Series? It's The Royals did in 14 and 15, and they won the following year. Also, it's Craig... It's going to grind out in the inning. But, yeah, once you if you get there twice in a row and you don't come away, but when – oh, the Dodgers. The Dodgers the, are the Dodgers, yeah, yeah, 18 and 17, they lost both of those series. So, yeah, it's so tough to get there. So, to get there twice in a row and to come up short is a, you know, a heartbreaker. And, the, obviously, the Rangers, to this day, have not won a World Series. It's also tough in the era of free agency. Like, the, the Yankees were only able to have their dynasties of – the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s because their players weren't leaving. And they had such good scouting that as soon as they got good players, they were off to the races. If you look at World Series winners in the past, um, there are a lot more dynasties prior to free agency than since free agency because contracts have changed baseball forever. A great example of this is in the 1970s when it was literally all repeat champions. 
And in the 1980s, there were no repeat champions as free agency started to rise and more teams started to experience victories in the World Series. Uh, the Phillies won their first World Series. The Royals won uh, their first. The, the Mets won since 1969. The Twins won their first World Series in Minnesota. Dodgers won their... Dodgers won in 1981. A little bit iffy because it was strike short in season. And in 88. Um, but a completely different team and a really bad World Series winning team, honestly, uh, going up against oh. the Bash Brothers and the A's. So now Nelson Cruz is leading off the top of the 11th. He's got a chance to redeem himself and give the Rangers the lead here after he couldn't make a play in the bottom of the ninth inning. What's interesting that I'm noticing is that Cruz's batting stance is a lot wider now than it becomes. Like, he's still, the bat is still pretty much straight. But his batting, his leg, his, his legs are spread out. Way yeah, more. his legs are so spread out. He's got a big leg kick, and Cruz does fly one out to deep right, but not enough to get out of here. Lance Berkman makes the catch right in front of the warning track. Wasn't really threatening to be a home run, but hey, any fly ball is going to get any crowd excited at this stage in any game. Well, here comes the aforementioned Mike Napoli, who. Mike Napoli was awesome. looking catcher. Yeah, he was he was great. He was on the Rangers, the Angels, the Red Sox, maybe a couple other teams in between. Oh, he, he was on that twenty thirteen uh, Red Sox team. Totally right? was absolutely. That was a good that was a good signing. That's a, another great like World Series. You know, Ortiz like uh, that's also a, a Cardinals World Series. That is the Red Cardinals Sox made the Cardinals, World the yeah. Cardinals made the World Series two years after that. This uh, with game. a better team than this team, I think. Yeah, but I end up you know that's the thing about baseball. It's about all about momentum and it's like streakiness and a little bit of luck. So yeah, they lost two years later to the Red Sox when the Cardinals were probably the favorites. This series they won. That was the year that the Boston Marathon bombing happened, and it was all Boston strong the whole year. Um, and the Red Sox ended up actually clinching in Fenway for the first time in I think it was ninety five years. I think that's the. Well, they the, won twice on the road. Yeah, in, in really? 2004 and 2007, they won on the road? Yeah, they won in Colorado. Napoli skies went to right. It's a fall, actually, in front of Berkman. So, again, Rangers, they've had chances here. Uh, They're threatening. Hey, the runner's a runner. Well, same thing. Well, top of the 10th, Andrews got on with a single, then Hamilton hit a two-run dinger. So exactly. They, will they repeat themselves here? I maybe remember Murphy David Murphy more on the Indians than I do the Rangers. But maybe that's just recency bias, but I definitely... Yeah, definitely, he was, definitely was on the Indians. Yeah, I definitely do remember David Murphy on these Rangers teams in the early 2010s. What I was saying before about the, the Red Sox is... Yeah, so in 2007, they clinched in Colorado, and in 2004, they clinched in St. Louis. And before that, they hadn't, been to a world, they hadn't won a World Series in 86 years. So yeah, that... I think that was Koji Urihara who got the last strike. Yeah, he was a sick closer in 2013. Yeah, and so he got the last out, and I think the quote from Joe Buck is, it hasn't happened in 95 years. The Red Sox are world champions. And Joe Buck is actually the announcer for this game, and was probably, I don't know if Joe Buck is from St. Louis, but his dad, Jack Buck, was a longtime announcer for the St. Louis Cardinals and also a national announcer. Um, I mentioned... In last in two uh, two podcasts ago, when we talked about you know what to expect from the postseason, and we brought up a couple of great postseasons. Murphy is it a ride again? Getting under it, same thing, you know, a lot of fly ball outs in it. They're teasing a home run. When uh, when we were talking about the nineteen ninety one Minnesota Twins, uh, Jack Buck has a very famous call on Kirby Puckett's uh, walk off 
series tying home run in game six, where he says, and we'll see you tomorrow night, um, which is very, very applicable for this game, uh, for whichever, if, if, well, not if, but when the Cardinals... <laughs> it's still game six, it's not game seven, so if the Cardinals win this game, they still is, have another baseball yeah. game to play tomorrow. It is a, a and we'll see you tomorrow night uh, sort of moment. Oh no! Another pitching, another pitcher batting an extra innings in a World Series game in a National League ballpark. <laughs> yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, how do we feel about the Universal DH? Oh, we love it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I very much. Well, I talked about it in the podcast about the my love, my appreciation for DHs in the National League going forward. It just makes too much sense now. Yeah, especially after what proved to be a very successful season, despite. All the troubles that MLB that the MLB yeah, was put four, in. Yeah, man. We got well. That's a different like analysis and different episode. But I'm excited for this upcoming this upcoming World Series as well. The Championship Series starting up tonight. Actually, Astros and Rays. It well, does it start? It does start tonight. Yeah, it totally starts. Well, actually, tonight. it's Monday uh, for, for podcast <laughs> listeners. But for us, recording on Sunday, it starts tonight. So we'll know wins game one tonight. By the time this releases tomorrow. So. The the current championship series are Astros Rays and then the Dodgers and the Braves. Now, right now, all the only World Series call from last podcast that is eliminated is Logan, who predicted the Yankees oh, to win yeah. the World Series. I have Rays Braves. Brendan has Rays Dodgers. Right? Yeah, I'm four. Just 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 to say, I'm four zero in play, my playoff as a. Uh... Rangers grand out to end the inning. I forget who was even batting there. A pitcher. Brendan is four for four right now. I'm four for four. Yeah, so I picked the Rays to over the Yankees. I picked Braves over Marlins, Dodgers over Padres, and I picked Astros over A's. So yeah, I'm looking pretty good right now. I'm two for four, and my World Series picks are still in. That's all I'm happy about. But we're in the we're about oh, you to get the to Padres, the Padres, right? I did. Well, I wanted to call the upset. They're showing right now replays of some of the the best home runs. Uh, in, I guess, Game 6's, uh, Carlton Fisk's walk-off. Oh, there's, uh, Wookie Wilson. There's Mookie Wilson. Carlton Fisk's walk-off. Reggie Jackson's three-homer performance in 1977. Uh, that's Kirby Puckett. This is Kirby Puckett. Made an insane catch. Didn't rob a home run because of the glass in the Metrodome. But then he hit the home run that, uh, was... Joe the, Carter. Was the, we'll see you tomorrow night. Joe Carter. Another walk-off World Series winning home run. The second one in baseball history. This time with his team trailing. As David Freeze leads off in the bottom of the eleventh, this might cement this game as the best uh, game in baseball history in, in World Series history because it's a game six. This is do or die for the Cardinals. Oh, Cruz is also limping off the field. He's heading into the trainer's room. Esteban so Herman Cruz comes not in the left. field. Cruz not in the field for this. Murphy down right field. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah. It's not going to really matter, but <laughs> it's not going to really matter, but. Uh... Well, yeah, David Freeze mentioned before the the hero in the ninth inning. Berkman, I think, because of Freeze heroics, Berkman didn't get up get, gets enough credit for his tenth inning single. You know, First it's all, it's all David Freeze, David Freeze, which is well deserved, but also Berkman. Again, I mean, they literally would have lost, and Freeze wouldn't have this chance if Berkman didn't have that at bat in the tenth inning. David Freeze's batting average for this World Series is up to three hundred, and it'll only continue to rise. I'm so excited to watch this home run right now. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Oh my gosh. It, yeah, he hits a home run, sorry. 
But Could you stop like ruining everything? <laughs> well, this game happened nine years ago. You should know what happens. It's a watch along that. Uh, hey, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just excited. I'm sorry. It's a two and zero. Passionate count. baseball fans. It's a it's a two and zero. It's a two and zero count. This this is a swinging pitch for sure. How is that not a strike? By the way, That's yeah. A, how is that not a right down the middle? So also a three no. Do you give Do you give Freeze the green light? <laughs> you give him a green light, or maybe you walk him if you have revisionist history here. In in any sort of situation, um, other than this game, like if this happened tomorrow, I would say that this is a green light. That's a strike. How is, how that, is a strike? that a strike? Yeah, that's a... In what world is that a strike in the yeah, 2 well, think, war? It wasn't. I think today with, like, StatCast and, like, the, the box and, like, analyzing strikes and balls, like, there maybe there was less talk about, like, strikes and balls back then, but definitely the calls weren't better back then. Anyway, here's a 3 one of here three. Let's this see is it. This is it. Right here. Fastball. He fouls it back. <laughs> wow. All right, never mind. It wasn't it. <laughs> Oh, Boy, he's right on it. He fouled it right back to the screen. Yeah. Also, Mark Lowe. Mark Lowe. Mark Lowe. I'm not really, a, not really known for much besides this. Yeah, him here. I don't even remember. Do you remember him? No. <laughs> well, probably for good reason. <laughs> probably because of the, the next pitch. Well, I really hope it's not the home run. It's going to be. Well, it's a fastball to center field. And we will see you tomorrow night is the big Joe Buck call that he did steal from his dad. But the Cardinals walk off in one of the greatest World Series games ever. And then they go to Game 7 with all the momentum in the world. And they end up winning the well, game 6-2. to two. Well, actually, when trying to prepare for this episode, I actually uh, I, I looked at Game 7 by accident. I watched the beginning <laughs> of that game. And that was started by Chris Carpenter against, I believe, um, who was starting? It was a Matt Harrison for the Rangers. And the Rangers, again, got out to a 2-0 lead in that, in that game in the first inning. So just to say, like, this was a really roller coaster of a series, back and forth. The Rangers had so many; they were ahead so many times, but the Cardinals kept coming back. Berkman and Freeze, the heroes, even Pools for getting that rally going in the ninth. And again, you know, Feliz, Feliz, low. <laughs> Not really much to say for them after this World Series. As as Joe Buck said when the last out was made in Game Seven, what a team, what a ride. Uh, Cardinals were not expected to make the playoffs, and hey, they went to the World Series and they won it. Yeah, well, again, final day of the season, they snuck, like I alluded to in the beginning of the episode, they snuck in, they took one hundred, the full 162 to clinch that final wildcard spot, they beat a really favored Phillies team in the Divisional Series, and then in the Championship Series, did they play the Dodgers? They played the Brewers, and MVP Ryan oh. Braun, they took them out in six games, uh, again, down 3-2 in the World Series against the Rangers. An amazing Game 6 with David Freeze playing the role of the hero, along with some uh, some help from Lance Berkman, Albert Pujols, and the rest of the Cardinals lineup. Uh, I'm pretty sure Freeze would go on to have a, a really good Game 7, too, and thus cementing his World Series MVP candidacy and victory uh, as it would be announced. Yeah. Well, look at all this press for after this game. You would have, you would have thought the Cardinals won the World Series based on all the interviews and the media. I mean, obviously it's a classic World Series game, and it's a you know a walk off home run. 
but he's still, still another night of baseball, so imagine, like, the ants, and also imagine the, you know, just anxiety wait, waiting for that 24 hours later to see them, them come back and run it back. The Rangers still had a chance to win, and they just didn't do it. Sorry, Texas. <laughs> yeah, well, Yachty, probably one of the last guys there that are last holdovers. I'm sure Rainer was on this roster. He may have been hurt. Was Rainwright, like, was, was he pitching in this series? Wainwright, Molina, that might be the last active, the last surviving, that's not surviving. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, they're all dead. Everyone <laughs> died in this team. No, uh, They the all la- died in the dog pile? The last, the, the last Cardinals to remain, I believe. There's no way it's a, uh, yeah. What a crazy game. We, we hope you guys uh, enjoyed this. Yeah, so this is a really kind of test episode. Obviously, I've been wanting to do a watch-along episode for a while. I think it's just cool to sit back and provide our insights on the game, as well as providing historical perspective and background. Um, again, this is Brendan Mallon. This is Manny Dell. We were super enthralled to have this watch-along with you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed watching along with us. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at Baseball for Bread One on Twitter and at Baseball for Breakfast on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. Stay tuned and stay safe, guys.